are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> Good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I am running a little behind this morning, if I'm completely honest. Right. It is, man. And I, I don't know, the last couple of days at, at work, um, have just kind of kicked my ass. So, uh, I don't even remember going to sleep last night, but I slept really hard. Uh, I remember reading to my son, uh, and that was it. And then I woke up, it was like one o'clock. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. So I'm, I'm running a little behind this morning, but I slept really good last night. So how about you, man? It's going. It's going. Uh, yeah. Get a big, uh, flip unveil today. So hopefully that's, um, almost complete. We'll see. I have a little, little faith in that, but we'll find out around. <laughs> you don't sound as confident. No, so, no, but it's coming well, along, but I don't think it's going to be, um, as far along as, uh, the contractor has amped things up to believe. So, ah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. We'll see. All right. So, um, noontime we'll, uh, meet over there and see what's going on. Today at noon? Yep, today at noon. So. All right, so what if you walk in and absolutely nothing's done? Well, they're pretty far along. We were there last Saturday. so Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going there with very low expectations for what is done. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> now, is this a guy who's been sending you pictures and everything too? Yeah, but this week he told me on Monday he sent me some pictures and then he said, um, cause I've been stopping by like every couple of days just to, yeah. you know, say hi to the guys, or whatever. He said, um, if you guys could not come by until Friday, I want you all to be surprised with the final uh -uh. product. So yeah. Uh -huh, all right. Either the house will be empty or it'll be almost done. We'll find out on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Like I wouldn't say that unless it was going to be done, but okay. Yeah. So, Maybe you'll be surprised. I'm interested to hear, man. What's yeah. it like for you? It'll be interesting, regardless. <laughs> Interesting's a good word, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, man, what you got going on this week? Uh, this so we then started um, talking to some banks in Memphis for the refinance. Um, yeah. And yeah. then with everything that happened on Wednesday with the rates getting cut and everything, um, probably take a closer look at that now. Um, we actually have our parents um, are going to look at a property up in New Hampshire, uh, three family up on the lake, um, which is pretty hard to find. It's two separate buildings. So it's like a duplex and then a big three car garage with a, like a studio currently. Yeah. Currently like an owner's unit on top. It's like 1200 square feet. It's pretty big. Nice. And up there you can rent the garage out for like boat storage and snowmobile storage and things like that. So, um, unique little property. So, um, our, our parents are going to check that out for us tomorrow and see kind of what, what the deal with that is. Um, Very cool. Kind of go from there. So now, uh, weren't they looking for, um, 
this is how this is how far I'm running behind. I haven't looked at a single note this morning before we got, I mean, I literally just sat down when it dinged for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, but did it, is this a, were y'all looking at a property in South Carolina? Or yeah. So that was the, where, like? yeah, where our parents in Myrtle beach yeah. area. Where Myrtle beach. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I was going to say Charleston, but that didn't sound, that didn't feel right. Yeah. Though. In the Myrtle beach area. So we've been poking around out there, just looking a little bit. It's, so my wife and I have never been, so it's really hard for us to look. Um, got to go, man. You got to plan a little family exactly. vacation over there. Yeah, exactly. So my my mom's been sending us like some properties that are down in that area um, that are near where they stayed. So slowly kind of looking over there and kind of trying to figure out. So why the, the shift to the lake property in New Hampshire? So the New Hampshire property would be a place that like um, – when we move back to New Hampshire, if and when we could live basically for free yeah. uh, and rent out the other two. So it's a really good property that um, it's in like a, not a vacation, kind of a vacation town, but like still has like, you know, a prep school at it has another high school in it. So a lot of like solid stuff there as well. So it has long-term tenants in it now, but it has the upside of if you were to Airbnb it, you could probably make more money out of it yeah. um, and some things like that. So just a pretty, unique property in an area with super low taxes. So the holding costs aren't, aren't super high. Um, property value is probably only going to go up about a mile from the lake. Um, yeah. so just a good kind of overall property that to have, um, yeah. with no, a lot of doors on a single plot of land, man. I, I like it. I dig <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of different options around to Airbnb vacation rentals in the summer, things like that. Um, and then, you know, living in it and living for free. Yeah, that's that's a key thing, man. I always wanted to live for free, rent free. That is, and uh, we finally accomplished that. Yeah, <laughs> and our rent is gone. It's not really rent. I mean, our mortgage is is uh, going up and up. You know, every mm-hmm. every time we've moved. So, uh, but it's continuing to be free right now. Yeah. So it's it's an incredible feeling to have. What um you said something that sparked my interest there about possibly when you move back are you already talking about doing that yeah that's uh that's probably gonna happen sooner rather than later we think um, yeah. so we came down here um and it's been great we both love it here um but you've been you've been in austin for how long now like five six months at this point has it been four, five months? wow i was yeah. gonna say two months wow yeah we got down here in april so it's been like four or five months um and we've done a lot of, you know, what we wanted to do sooner than kind of, I think we expected. Okay. Uh, and the, you know, definitely learned a lot, but I think we both come from pretty tight knit families and with the yeah. one year old, um, just kind of how much, you know, value we put into that is kind of one of those things you don't really know until you give it a shot and yeah. gave it a shot. And it's just, uh, so a couple drivers there. So we'll see. And I actually, um, I'm actually starting a, a new position on Monday, even though I just started one six weeks ago, <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, back remote. So I started this new position about six weeks ago and it was just not kind of what was sold to me. Wow. Uh, it was, uh, much different and, uh, yeah. kind of simultaneously to starting that an old manager of mine who had left the previous company I was at, yeah. um, had moved on and reached out and they needed, um, somebody who uh, could kind of build out a practice more or less. I'll be their first full-fledged U.S. recruiter and um, it'll be remote. So um, 
I won't have to travel into the city or really go anywhere. So we can, it kind of opened us up to be able to look at moving back to New Hampshire, really moving wherever we want now that I'll be remote again. Yeah. Um, so just kind of, I guess kind of a few events have, have led to it. Yeah. Yeah. The family piece is huge, right? Especially after you start having kids and those grand grandparents want to see that grandbaby. So uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's huge. Um, one of the things that we hardly talk about is um, W2 stuff, right? Yeah. So I think it's, it says a lot about you. If you've had a former boss call you up and say, Hey, I'm starting up this gig. Yeah. You, you know, you'd be my first one. That's incredible. So for people listening, you know, you never know who's going to be your boss, right? <laughs> so attack yeah. it like it's your own is what I, what I typically yeah, do. Exactly. So. Yeah. My father always uh, raised us and said, always work hard because you never know who's in the stands watching. That's so right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it was just my parents. Yeah. <laughs> when it came to sports. Right, come on. You've got that. 100 batting average, you know, yeah. uh, you can do it. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, that little ball goes way too fast. I've been hit way too much. It hurts. Yeah. You know? So, um, well, that's interesting, man. That's, that's cool. That's, um, uh, and as you guys, you know, I don't know the plan, but as you guys have more kids, uh, it's going to be, yeah, exactly. Extremely, uh, beneficial for you. You know, the yeah. situation we're in right now, we, you know, our closest family members are, uh, six hours away, yep. you know, so, um, and, and we're very particular about who we leave our kids with. It's yeah. virtually nobody. Yeah. You know, yeah. As a matter of fact, I told this to a lady that I worked with the other day. I was like, you know, other than our, other than staying with our grandparents, cause everything was planned except for this last delivery. Uh, but other than staying with the grandparents, when our kids were, other kids were born, yeah. Our kids have never stayed with anybody else. I mean, they've, they've been with me all my life 24 yep. seven for their entire lives. And she's yep. like, wow. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I was like, it's not a, it's to me, it's not a weird thing. We just, you know, we love our kids. We love yeah. being around them and it's not, you know, we have friends who, um, look at things different. They want to have kids, they have kids and they're like, Oh, these little freaking little yeah. rats, you know? And like, yep. We're not that way. We're, we're, we just love being around them. Right. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. there's also so much crap in the news about yeah, it's crazy. how do you vet somebody? Right. Yeah. When you, and again, we just moved to this part of the town town and uh, there's people who have been here for forever, right. Their yeah. entire lives. And I'm sure they could tell us some people to, uh, to stay with and, or, uh, you know, we could dish our kids off too, but we're just like, yeah, we're, why would we go put them with somebody else when we can spend time with them? You know, we know exactly what's going on. uh, So there's a whole conversation around that, but uh, you know, we would, we've encouraged our uh, parents and in-laws to move and uh, you know, they're kind of happy where they're at for right now. So like, come on, y'all are both retired. Do what retired people do. Move to Florida. Move to Florida. "Uh, We're good right now. So, anyway maybe one day but right now we're we're in that same situation right yeah we get all the comments about y'all shouldn't live so far away blah blah blah. so yeah um, we'll see so yeah. that's a two-way street right who's, yeah. who's a little bit more flexible on who, on who can live where right now i'm yeah. just saying exactly <laughs> yep 
Yeah. And I joke with them that there's a, there's a couple of really good nursing homes right down the road from us too. So they, don't, they usually shuts the conversation down pretty quick. <laughs> That'll end that one. Yeah. Uh, that ends that one pretty, pretty quick. So that's awesome, man. That's, that's, that's really cool that y'all have that. And, and two, and I'll stop rambling on here, but, um, the, uh, that is part of that is because my wife and I really want that close get bond with our kids even even so much as we're talking about homeschooling we still got about a year to yep. decide that and, and you know and our son's excited like he he's been asking um when does he get to go to school he's excited about, about meeting his classmates and all this and and we kind of joked the other night like we think you've probably already met them all they're right here yeah. you know and, same ones <laughs> you know but we just for things that you mentioned freedom of schedule Right. Yep. And then also, um, uh, that to push that close, closely tied bond, which I've talked to several people who homeschool and that was their two biggest things, right? Yep. Freedom of schedule, close knit amongst all the siblings or all your children that you have and with you. And the third thing, probably most important is, you know, what's being taught and told to them every day. Yep. Right. They're not exactly. getting brain so another guy i've just started mentoring he's a public school teacher and he's heard me make these comments before and he goes why are you so what did he ask me something about why are you against public school or why are you wanting to homeschool and stuff like that and i was like yeah look i'm a product of public school i i don't you know but it was a different time right i think it was a little bit different uh we were in a different situation you know both my parents were true um well, that's not, I was going to say true corporate America, but that's not the case. My dad was, uh, he's a retired fireman. So he was on 24, all 48. Uh, most of the time I had a second job, you know, and they needed flexibility to do that. Right. We're trying to build a life to where we don't have to be tied to yep. a schedule exactly. like that. And we want our kids to see that. So, yeah. um, I don't know. Teaches on, he and I had a con- interesting conversation about the other day and, and that podcast come out before this one. Uh, but, uh, he actually, he took it like he understood, right? Yeah. Okay. I understand that. Right. Cause I hear a lot of people are against the public school system. That's the number one thing. I was like, uh, no, because we, we moved into the house we're in uh, a couple of years ago because it's in the best school system. Area, you know, so that's kind of our, uh, uh, plan, uh, second option. I was going to say plan yeah. B, but we have not prioritized those. Anyway, I'm rambling on, man. This is your show. This is what, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, it's a, it is like, I think just the, the freedom of scheduling, just some of those like other options is just, um, like a lot of those things people don't think about. And then like, I mean, homeschooling is one of those things that kind of goes along with that is like, um, if they bigger pockets guy, I think his name's Aaron with like the crazy last name there. Okay. Uh, he's from Texas and he, they, I think his wife is like the five hour school week on Instagram and they homeschool all their kids for the same reason, just the flexibility. I mean, they travel all over the place. They're always somewhere else and doing all that. So I think it's, you know, shows the kids that side of it. But I do think the public school system has changed a lot. I mean, my wife kind of left the public school system where she had worked for four years just because it takes a lot of the freedoms taken out of it. Now it's, you know, this is the textbook. This is what you teach. This is what you say. Um, and then this is what they get tested on. And that's how the schools are ranked nowadays. There's not that, you know, no, 
the te- the teachers aren't making their own lesson plans nowadays and things like that. So I think it definitely has has changed quite a bit. Yeah, it, uh, definitely has, or at least it feels like it has. Uh, yeah. But I'm also not, you know, I don't watch the news. I don't, you know, all the stuff that my parents did and still do. Um, I don't, I'm not influenced by that. Right. So, um, not a bad thing. It's just, it's just different. Right. So I can't blame them for the way they raised us because then I would have a problem with myself and I don't, (laughs) you know, uh, I appreciate my parents very much and everything they did for us. Exactly. When I say us, my, my brother as well. So he's, he's, uh, he's doing okay. (laughs) Yeah. Doing okay. So, um, so if you get this flip done, then are you guys going to pump the brakes and kind of figure out what you're going to do? So, so we're meeting a realtor, another realtor there on Saturday. So we met with one last weekend over there meeting with a different one, um, tomorrow, the one we're meeting with tomorrow actually, um, has a development project, like two streets over knows that area and that zip code very, very well. So, um, he's going to be an interesting person to kind of chat with and just see what he thinks. And, um, then tomorrow, depending on, or today, depending on the state of where we're at, um, we'll kind of either get it going pre MLS, um, or just get it ready to be listed. Hopefully sometime next week. Um, there's like a top agents network here in Austin, which, um, is not a thing in New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, so this, the guy who we're meeting with tomorrow said that he sells a lot of his houses like pre MLS through this top agent network. Um, just kind of reaching out to the top 2% of agents in Austin. Um, cool. and, it, and it's in one of the Hutters of code. So we'll get that listed. And then, um, yeah, like you said, kind of reevaluate, um, from there on, on where we go next. Um, probably if, you know, if this New Hampshire comes to fruition, which we'll know about Saturday morning, same thing. Um, uh, you know, obviously take some, take some funds to move into that. They actually just, so I don't, this was kind of weird. They changed the conventional, um, guidelines for okay. mortgages last Monday or this okay. Monday. That just happened. <laughs> um, so you can no longer get a conventional mortgage with 5% down. There's certain like income level restrictions now, okay. so you put 15% down, um, to get a conventional mortgage. Um, even if you qualify for the conventional program, um, so my mortgage lady said it was, um, due to income levels and, uh, it could be because it's a two to four property. I have to follow up with her again on that. So okay. we'd have to kind of evaluate the, the give and take of that. Um, it, I mean, it's where it's a more of a short term property for us, uh, or it would be that New Hampshire one. Um, you know, having PMI, as long as the numbers work would not be a huge deal where we were going to exit anyways, most likely. Um, opposed to throwing down a massive down payment where we could use that for some other things. So we'll have to kind of take a closer look at that. But a lot of that really depends on the feedback on Saturday. Uh, my father's pretty brutally honest. So we'll have uh, some, <laughs> some, some honest feedback Saturday morning and kind of start to make a plan from there. Uh, and then just evaluate. I think, you know, we learned a lot uh, about kind of ourselves and, and thinking yeah. in, risk, in risk tolerance through this flip property uh, yeah. and just kind of, so you, you guys have taken on a huge, um, you definitely have challenged yourself, right? You think about how much you've grown in the last five or six months, what y'all did, um, is amazing, right? Cause not a lot of people have that option. Yeah. Uh, and not a lot of people, if they had that option, would they do it? So yeah. I commend you for it. You know, I'm interested to hear the numbers on the flip, 
though? What, what are you guys projecting as far as, uh, well, what'd you buy it for? What are you expecting that the final bill for the general contractor is going to be? Uh, how much money you're going to owe the hard money lender, that sort of thing. What, what are you going to come out with on the, on the end? So, so I mean, the remember that, um, well, the, so the biggest question is obviously, you know, what are you going to relist it for? Um, so when I did my calculations and ran the comps and did the calculator and everything, um, I had us listing it at 320. Um, the guy last week said that's, you know, a good price to start. Um, so if it goes for 320, we'd probably be looking at, you know, 15 to 20 K profit on the back end, which, okay. um, you know, again, we took this deal knowing it probably wasn't going to be a slam dunk and we were running things a little bit, um, I guess thin just yeah. to get kind of our foot in the door, get these relationships and just be able to say, you know, Hey, we, we've had a successful project. This is what we did and kind yeah. of just get that, um, that education, if you will. Um, I usually uh, pay for my education though. It sounds like you're getting paid. Yeah, potentially. Sure. Right. So it's like, it was one of those things, you know, if we, uh, after like, I think it was like the first like two weeks and just like, you know, all this learning and shit hitting the fan and all this, I said to my, I said, if we just break even, this will be worth it for how much we learned. And that was yeah. two months ago. So, um, yeah, so we bought it for two twenty. Um, right now we got about 45, we'll be right around 45, 50 will be the total bill. Um, we just have a couple of final design things that we have to decide if we're going to put a deck on the back and things like that, gotcha. um, or, or a fence or things like that. So, um, once that's all said and done right around there and then we'll sell for 320. Um, well, hopefully so for hopefully, 320. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like you're being a little optimistic there with that? So it's, it's interesting because it's, like I, um, it's expense. That's super expensive square foot wise, uh, okay. like price per square foot. Cause it's only like an 800 square foot house. Um, however, there's really nothing under like 400 in that zip code because everything has been teared out, torn down and is new. So if you're somebody uh, okay. who, you know, you love East Austin, you love the scene over there. Um, you want to be four miles to downtown, but you can't afford a, $450,000, $500,000 B unit, which is basically you're up the ass of an A unit's house and yeah, all you see yeah. is their house. If you want your own yard, your own space, your own full-size driveway, um, and you can only afford 320, then I think it's a good property. So um, the other properties that are anywhere close to 300000 are like, I mean, they're junk and they're basically being sold for the land value. Yeah. So I think it's we're in an interesting pocket in that zip code of price, which is why we didn't really look at the teardown Avenue just because of the timeline around that and just the competition over there. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. heavy players doing teardowns over there. That's risky, man. To me, yeah. it's, it's oh, risk yeah. I'm not willing to take. So, yeah. So there was, um, I mean, there's a lot of teardowns and development projects over there that just was not a game that I was looking to go and play. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Uh, well, I'm not as experienced or uh, have that amount of money. <laughs> I don't want to want to play with that. That's uh, yeah. And the market know. is very the market's intense over there for these new builds and in the in the demo projects. So I figured you know in and out quick. Uh, still put a good product out, but you know use the existing structure, do it cheaper. Um, yeah. Get in and out. So I think, I mean, the, the good thing with 320, if it doesn't go for 320, you know, we drop it down to 315 and, and hopefully get rid of it. We're still going to make some money and, you know, 
hopefully be out of there without a, you know, first flip disaster story. So we'll see. Yeah. So, um, along those lines, I have accepted an offer. I've got a property that, um, I just don't want to be in anymore, quite frankly. Um, and I've accepted an offer that I'll, this will be my first loss. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, you know, if I shake everything out, the cash flow that it's produced, what we bought it for, what we're selling it for, realtor fees and all that stuff, we'll lose um, about 12 grand. Yeah. Um, and the weird thing is that I'm okay with it. <laughs> like, I want to get out of that that bad, right? Yeah. We'll still walk away with some equity, but um, when you look at everything we've put into it and whatnot, yeah. I mean, we've held it for three years. It was a disaster when I bought it. Uh, it was like our, I think it was our second or third property that we bought, you know, and I was like, yeah, I can do something with this. And now yeah. I do not want to be there. So, um, we've, we've went back and forth of the, some negotiations and it was just like, you know, the first time the guy offered, I was like, I'm not even responding to that. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I guess I'll take it, <laughs> you know, um, uh, but yeah, I, I just, I'm ready to, it's one of those properties that if you were, if we were to drive by, I'm like, I'm not telling you that I own that kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was a couple of doors they actually cash flow really good, you know, and I probably, and it's a, it's a one piece of land with two mobile homes on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, one mobile home is, um, I mean, it's gotta be just taken to the dump and something else yeah. come in. So I know the cost of that. And if I had the time, I would do that, right? Yeah. Because I've got uh, I've got the money to do it. I know the returns are going to be great, but two things there: I don't have the time. Uh, yeah. Things at work have been crazy. Uh, things at home with we're still adjusting to the three kids, yeah. and I don't want to be in that part town. So yeah, exactly. I'm willing to take the hit, get some of my money back, and then take that and redeploy it somewhere else. So um, yeah. As a matter of fact, when we hang up, I've got to sign the the offer and send it back to my realtor. So, yeah, but like you said, you know, you learn, right? You yeah. you learn. Um, I, you know, if I think back when we when we bought it, we were excited about the closing, but it was like it was my first stab at uh, mobile homes. Yeah, and there was there was something that just didn't. I yep. didn't jive with me, you know, and I was like, yeah, if, if I should trust my gut, my gut says to walk away, you yeah. know, and I didn't because I was excited. It was cheap. Right. I think we pay like, uh, 22 for him, yep. both of them, you know? And, uh, but anyway, needless to say valuable lesson learned. That's like, uh, my first property. If somebody wanted to buy that, they could, they could have it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, it's funny, so, like, you know, so remember yeah. I told you like how, like the next time around, like I would do it very differently because of, yeah. you know, so I actually got, I get a bigger pockets message yesterday from this individual and he says, Hey, I have a property two streets over from yours in Memphis. Would you be interested in buying it? Blah, blah. And I was like, you know, send me the details, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I like punishment. Sure. Send <laughs> so he sends me details. And my house that I got was 65000 And yeah. like, I paid too much. They got it for probably ten, and yeah. sold me this, this rehab for 
whatever. Yeah. So, that's, so he sends it over to me, 25,000 or best offer. And they're estimating like $25,000 rehab. Mm. So it's like, so I really just wanted the information so I could confirm that I got ripped off in, in September. I like I said, I just really wanted to feel the punishment from a year ago again. <laughs> so sure enough, I got it yesterday. So yeah, confirmed I was ripped off. So there's that. So well, this one was interesting though, because like you could put a third bedroom in, which I always like. Mine only has two bedrooms in Memphis, so that that kind of drives the rent down. So if you put a third bedroom in, you could. So I was like, it's like one of those focus things like that. That shiny object jumped in the email. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah. well, and and so, that's the thing too about this uh, property we're taking a loss on, and and the way that I justified this, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I'm like, okay, we just sold one, we made uh, ninety three thousand. Wow. I'm ever going to take a twelve thousand dollar hit? Now's the time. <laughs> Now's a good time for me to help justify that. I'm okay with it. Um, That's like when you uh, like in business when you just have you know you put all the good numbers on top and hide the bad ones down at the bottom. Down at the bottom and, and watch out. <laughs> as long as it's black on the bottom and not red, you're okay. Um, but you know, and quite frankly, I could probably use the loss for uh, yeah. tax purposes. <laughs> so exactly. still, yeah. I still need to call my CPA and I need to ask him. Hey, what I need to be doing between now and the rest of the year to make sure, yeah, they, you know, I'm offset. Sam doesn't come knocking on the door. Yeah, yeah. Well, he will. No, they always do. Fucking guy. Um, <laughs> now, I, I will say that my CPA is is uh, he's. I'm so glad that I hired him a couple of years ago and stopped doing this crap myself. So uh, yeah. many, many benefits. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where you know. Um, it was shiny. The thing too, that I, I'm, I'm glad we're getting rid of this is because, you know, one of the things I keep hearing or it keeps coming across my purview is, is stay laser focused. Right. Yeah. And if I look at my existing portfolio, there's that property and there's one other property that, you know, they're anomalies for, to yeah. the rest of our portfolio. So, um, so I know the next one I'm going to sell. Yeah, it's probably, yeah. you know, I've got, uh, there's some title issues that I'm, I'm, cause I bought it at a tax deed auction and I'm waiting for that time period to expire and, you yeah. know, get rid of it. But, um, and then, you know, just stay laser focused. So yeah. when I, when I, so I had a conversation with Joe Fairless and there was somebody else that, uh, mentioned that as well. And that resonated, that hit home with me so hard. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. Because, you know, if, if you're ever going to flip, um, it's, well, in our local market, there's yeah. really no buying holes that you can find and make sense of. So, um, I've been toying around, okay, what do we need to do now? You know, do we need to go look at tax deed auctions again, even though I'll swarm off, right? Yeah. Uh, do we need to look at maybe doing a flip? And I'm like, let's just dance with the one that brought you here. You know, the numbers at work keep, you know, keep looking for opportunities. Don't get frustrated. This is me talking to myself, right? Yeah. Don't get frustrated. Be patient. Keep stacking cash. And when the market turns, which I expect it will after the election, right? The presidential election, um, then you'll be in a position to take advantage of it and just kick ass at my W2 right now, because there's ways for me to earn a lot more money there. Right. Or eventually there will be, uh, so that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. Right. And I'm, I'm trying to yeah. talk myself into being patient 
right? So that's, yeah, and that's kind of where we were at too when when New Hampshire got brought back up. You know, you you buy this property, you you live for basically free. You kind of you know set those finances up for the next year. Be patient, wait yeah. for you know, some sort of kind of kickback in that market. And like you said, with this new W2 opportunity, um, opportunity to really kind of, you know, the ROI on my time and, and efforts could be pretty substantial over the, you know, the next one to five year time frame with that. Yeah. Uh, do that, get your finances right and get that savings rate stock away. And like you said, once things start to get a little haywire, um, kind of start going back into yeah. it. And, and also for us, it's just really defining, you know, what, what that dance is for us, right? Like yeah. you have that pretty well mapped out. We certainly don't fuck. We have uh, a, a turnkey in Memphis of flipping Austin. And now we're looking at a three family in New Hampshire. So it's like, <laughs> but the that's heck? the thing. So, so when I started, right. Uh, yeah. I started sending out yellow letters, right. My wife was, was handwriting uh, on wow. like college rule stuff. So we, yeah. we would send out those quickly figured out that's not for us. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then we went into looking at flipping cause that's the sexy thing to do, uh, which we're going to do anyway, if we got a good wholesale deal Yeah. and realize, okay, we don't have time for this crap. I mean, we don't have time for that kind of crap. So let's just look at buy and hold and now buy and hold. If I, if I look at what that's done for us in the last couple uh, years, as far as building financial wealth and additional cash flow, uh, it's, you know, the criteria that we've adopted from people that has went before us and just said, Hey, yeah. this is how you do it. has been tremendously, uh, helpful. Right. And Absolutely. I just need to be a little more patient is what I'm trying to tell myself. So what's your, what's your wife think about moving back? Is she excited about it? Yeah, she's super excited about a lot of this. She started packing when you brought the conversation up. <laughs> so it's actually one of those. So we've had like two of these conversations and, and you're married and have kids. So you've probably had this before. We've had two of like these vividly that I, that I can remember. And the first one was around when we decided to start trying to have our first child. And the second one was this one. Um, when you just like, somebody says like that one little like inkling. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's like, that. and then it's just like 30 minutes later, you're like, did we just have that conversation? Yeah, it's just yeah. like that. So it was, it was one of those, well, uh, it, so, you know, it's a valuable conversation, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Um, and it's one that probably needed to be had and whoever brought up that trigger word, uh, kudos yeah. to them. Cause otherwise the other party probably wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, so exactly. Uh, and it was just, again, it was just, I mean, the, the timing, you know, seemingly aligned with, with this other position that would allow us to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With, so we'll, uh, we'll see. So, I mean, the good news is even if this property on Saturday doesn't, um, go well or whatever, you know, that one doesn't come to fruition. Um, my in-laws have a place on the lake on the other side of the lake, yeah. um, where we could, you know, live for free. They don't use that property, um, all that much. So we could live for free through the winter anyways to, to get back up there if that was the plan. And like nice. I said, kind of, stack it away and, um, prepare. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, Couple that's options. yeah, that's great, man. Looking forward to seeing what, what you guys decide and what you, what you do next. That's, uh, always yeah. good. And, and taking your little boy along for the ride with you, right. <laughs> to, to say, look, well, look, here's what mommy and daddy did. Here's why we're yeah. giving you the advice, you know, when he gets old enough to understand. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Life's short. So get out there and enjoy it, I guess. It right? is, man. Give it a try and the, the, you know, kind of the, I don't remember who implanted this in me, but, uh, try it earlier than, yep. you know, uh, you can recover faster. 
Yeah, right. that's that's where we're at. Uh, I felt like I was taking a big leap 20 years ago when I went to work for this uh, company. I was a uh, ended up being a, a principal at, you know, it was a startup. I was like fifth employee hired. And um, my line there, because I had left corporate America to go to this, and uh, the, the line I kept telling myself was, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it now because I have no kids. I, have, I wasn't, didn't have a girlfriend, let alone married, you know, and, and, uh, and I was like, I, at that time, my 20 year old brain thought that was a big risk, you yeah. know? And I'm like, look at me now. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, that is, it's uh, cool. yeah, it's, it's yeah. I have one of those moments with like that you mentioned about your circle and people just like, you know, getting out of it and upgrading and things like that. And it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. You know, there's people who I've been, you know, associated with for a long time and it's like, you know, their worries are just so much different from what mine and my wife's are now with, you know, yeah. all this money laid out for the flip and yeah. um, you'll understand this with a child and like, you know, it's just, it's just crazy how some people kind of grow and pursue things and others, it's like, you know, the yeah. worries are the same they were 10 years ago and it's just they were. like, it shows how much they have not grown, right? Yeah, it's just, and they're probably still complaining about the same shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's in each. Yeah, it's. Just, It'll be interesting if you guys move back. How many people come out and and um, you know, like oh, you know, if it were yeah. in my circle of people I used to hang around with, there would be sarcastic, sarcastic comments about, yeah. oh, I couldn't make it in Texas, blah blah yeah. blah. You know, I'm like. You're right, buddy. You know, now I'm just like, you're right, buddy. I didn't, you know, but yeah. took a chance, went out there and learned a lot about myself. We learned a lot yeah. about our marriage, learned a lot about our family. Now we're back and here's what we're focused on, you know? Yeah. And but, even with my, with my yeah. wife's flip stuff and everything, I mean, everybody that she's now like working with through the phone are the people back there. So it's yeah, like, I gotcha. you know, she has that kind of built in client base already back there. So, and I think a lot of that was just, you know, stepping out of the comfort zone and having that 2000 mile cushion, I guess, kind of push that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. You know, that was, cool, man. That's you awesome. A lot. <laughs> you do. I, I love that y'all took the plunge and you're, you're figuring it out and you have an option to go back. Right. So if, if that's what y'all want to do, so, uh, which sounds like it is right. Let's see, it's getting there. So we'll yeah. see. I'll be back in Boston <laughs> this weekend for training. So we'll see. Okay. All right. Well, uh, hopefully everything goes great for you Saturday on both occasions, right? Saturday's yeah. a big day for you. Today um, will be uh today will either be a good Friday or, or a long Friday based on how much work is done. Yeah. And I was sitting here saying Saturday, like it was a long way from away. This is, this is, I told you when we first started talking that I'm yeah. a little, turned around yeah I, I did not remember today was friday until you just no. said that. <laughs> yeah i got a weird friday so it's like <laughs> oh yeah. man which reminds me i gotta get after it so uh yep. but man always a pleasure to talk with you uh shoot me a message let me know i'm i'm, I'm genuinely yeah. curious to to know how it goes today did you see did you like my zillow message there about that estimate i did what the crap oh, i don't man. know i don't I'm know like, why banks are doing that i, I haven't seen any He's like, so what's the value of your house? I was like, ah, maybe sixty thousand. And he's like, he fires back. Zillow says it's sixty nine. I'm like, yeah. hey, if you want to go off sixty nine, let it ride because yeah. that's fine with me. I mean, is that is that what banks are doing? I need to ask my banker. I don't. I need to. I ask didn't him. even. I didn't even answer him. Yeah. Like a couple of days later, but I got to ask him. Like, are we going off of Zillow or are you going to send an appraiser out there? Like, how are we doing this? Yeah. So. 
Yeah. I have four other, I have like four folks that I'm talking to. He was just the first one that brought up Zillow. I thought you'd enjoy yeah. that one. No, I did. I did. I, I, I need to ask my, my banker. I've got some, I'm actually um, trying to increase my business line of credit. Yep. So part of my stacking cash is also increasing lines of credit while I can prove that I can back those. But, um, so I need to ask her, Hey, are y'all using Zillow to appraise properties right now? Cause I'm getting some, of course that's going to come up with, well, why are you talking to other banks? I'm like, just keeping you just honest. Yeah. Keeping you honest here. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. Hey, if I mean, I'll take 75% LTV on, on 60, on 69 opposed to 60. That's fine. With me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Good luck. Awesome. To, good luck. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know. Good luck today, tomorrow, whatever day it is, man. I, I'll, yeah. I look forward to hearing from you on, on all that. We'll take all the days of luck we can get. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Better be lucky than good, right? That's, that's, exactly. That's uh, it. Always a pleasure, man. I do need awesome. to get going, though. I'll yeah. talk to you soon. Enjoy. All right. Have a good weekend. You too, buddy. See you. Thanks, Jay. Bye.